Hey, y'all, before we get started, if you are enjoying this podcast, if you've listened to several episodes and have learned anything, if you'll do me a favor, take a screenshot and share this with someone who is a newbie in your life, who's interested in NFTs, but might feel overwhelmed. We want to get this education into the hands as many or the ears as many people as we can. So if you'll do me a favor and share this with one person in your life who you know would enjoy this content and have some fun learning about NFTs, we definitely appreciate it. Let's get into the show. So you went to an in real life NFT meetup and you think pictures are enough. You think the Facebook pictures and the Instagram stories is enough. Well, you're wrong because you need more proof. And we're going to be talking about that in today's episode about POAPs. Look, are you interested in investing or collecting NFTs, but are overwhelmed with all the information? Heather and I were true, true NFT newbies. We're going to break it down as we're learning, as we wander unafraid into the world of digital art. Listen, y'all, we're going to cure you of your FOMO, mildly educate you and give our unqualified opinions and hopefully have a lot of laughs along the way. What up, family? Post staking apps. What in the world are we talking about? It's funny. Uh, last night I was telling uh, Brian, my husband, I said, Oh, we're going to be doing an episode on uh, PO apps. So I said, I had to research it and learn about it. And he goes, What? I was showing you my PO apps the other day and you were nodding your head like you knew what they were. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, I was totally zoned out. I know it. I know it. But these are these are all the craze right now. I think it's super popular and people are really digging it. So we're going to share with you what exactly they are and why you would want one. And we have actually some kind of cool information to wrap it up with that I didn't know. I didn't know 24 hours ago that that you could do with POAP. So we'll, we'll wrap up the conversation there. But Rich, what is a POAP? You know, yesterday I was calling them P-O-A-Ps. So right, um, POAPs, here's, a, here's the origin. POAP was created during ETH Denver 2019. The fact that there was any ETH conference in 2019 is nuts to me anyway. But anyways, created during that conference, it was a hackathon project to reward fellow hackers for their attendance at one of the most versatile events in the world. Does that tell you what a POAP is? No, it freaking doesn't. But here's what it is from POAP.xyz, which is, I guess, the go-to website for POAPs. Um, POAPs are a new way of keeping a reliable record of life experiences. Each time they take part in an event, POAP collectors get a unique digital collectible that is supported by a cryptographic record. Part of my beef in a second. These digital collectibles are NFTs, and open a whole new world of possibilities, two ways of using them as an event organizer or as a collector, et cetera, et cetera. And I think you have a couple uh, tweets here. Whenever I do research, I immediately go to social media because I love hearing how other people interact and describe new terms. But at Mike Mongo said, uh, U.S. friends, if you are not giving your family a POAP for Thanksgiving, what are you even doing? And I thought that was hilarious. I mean, this is like a, just a proof that you were there. And he's kind of joking, Rich. But to be honest with you, I mean, I made a reel yesterday. I can see POAPs being just like a standard and a thing that people expect, like they're going to get a POAP, maybe even for life events. Totally. So a POAP is a proof of attendance protocol. So all this is to me is a ticket stub. Like, that's it. Like, I was there. It's your your lanyard with your name on it at 
vid summit. Like that's all it is. So like for me, I'm like, why is it all the rage? I think it's a little more than that. I think it's a little more than that, which goes into why would you want one? So this is from letseatcake.com, and it says that they don't necessarily have any monetary value, but they can be bought and sold between collectors. And, um, you know, niftytable.com mentioned, and this is really interesting, is that POAPs can be a great tool for identifying and rewarding community members of who has contributed the most to the community. And so as opposed to current Web3 models that give the majority of voting power, user rewards, et cetera, to the quote whales, aka people who have the most money and can afford to purchase the most tokens as NFTs, DAOs can start rewarding people who have attended the most events and been the most active in the community. So I think it is more than just a ticket stub because it's showing a sense of maybe loyalty to whatever brand and that you're may not be contributing monetarily, but you're contributing with your time and your interest, which I think is a really cool kind of the whole premise of this whole decentralized ecosystem that people are trying to really promote is it kind of distributes power differently. It's not just about money. It's about attendance. Why do you need a POAP for that? Like DAOs exist to exist in that regard anyway. Because they're cool. So let me just move on to something else real quick. So to make them free for collectors, they're minted on the XDAI chain. It's probably XDAI, but you and I spell shit out. XDAI chain is a side chain of Ethereum. So we got Ethereum with side chicks. All right, everyone's got a side chick, including Ethereum. So as Etherscan and OpenSea can only show what's on the Ethereum mainnet, you won't be able to see your POAP collection unless you migrate it to the mainnet. What does that mean? It means you have to pay gas fees. I know this is not visual. This is a podcast. But when you have your MetaMask or whatever wallet you have, you're connected to a mainnet. Mine is Ethereum. And let me actually look right now real time. Ethereum, and I think I have Polygon or some shit like that, or Matic, Matic. So anyway... It's another chain, and in order to have it on display, which you want to flex, you and I talk about flexing all the time, like, let's just say we want to flex. We've been, we got POAPs for VCon, we got POAPs for NFT, NYC, NFT LA, non-fungible conference. Like, in order to make them visible, then I got to figure out a way to get them on the mainnet, and then I got to pay gas fees. But I don't think that's the thing that's going to be a, a long term concern because with like Ethereum 2 and some of the changes and updates that are going to be made over the next year or two, I guarantee you this will be corrected for. You know, gas prices are going to go down and it's going to be a little bit easier way to display them. So maybe right now in January 2022, you won't be able to flex your PO apps to people. But how many people know what the hell a PO app is anyway? I mean, seriously, even go show Uncle Ted your PO app from last week. I mean, he's going to be like, well, get this cartoon out of my face. Exactly. They already, he's already not happy about you talking about NFTs. So, but, oh, POAPs? This is essentially an NFT. This is an NFT. So if you're, if you're a newbie and you're trying to, you know, figure this out, it's a ticket stub NFT. Yeah. That's all it is. So, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think of the overall value. Like, I could see how it could be cool. Uh, they, they don't hold value, although they're NFTs. They could hold value if the community really rewards holders. So yes. if, you know, we started giving out POAPs or whatever for our fabulous Discord conversations, which we're having, side note, right now on Mondays at 2.30 p.m. Eastern. Join our Discord. Yeah. Link is in the bio. <laughs> if we started giving out POAPs for that, and then let's say, you know, we, we come out with gear, which we are in, a, in about a month or so, and we're dropping, you know, free T-shirts to people who join X event or... Heart jars. No, fart jars. What is wrong with you? Um, side note, people, 
Rich has been sending me fart videos ever since our little fart episode the other day, which is not okay with me, but I digress. I think PO apps can be worth it, but it's really up to the creators to make them valuable. Hey guys, we're going to take a really quick break to let you know about a course that I went through that I really loved and it's called NFTs Simplified. Now, this is from Sean Specey, who came out with this really short, easy to digest NFT course to help brand new newbies learn the how and why behind NFTs, how to buy NFTs, what in the world is minting phase, secondary market, a little bit about security. I originally connected with Sean because I loved his graphics and the way that he was able to draw out and literally simplify this whole NFT game. And even being in the space for quite a while and understanding some of these basic concepts when I went through the course, I just loved it and actually learned some things. It's linked up in the show notes. It's NFTs Simplified and it's only 19 bucks. So click over there, grab the course. If you're like me and you need to see things visually drawn out, Sean's going to help you out. Again, that is NFTs Simplified. All right. Here's what I'll say. If we have in real life events, I think we'd probably do them. Although I don't think they're super awesome or anything like that. If there's a QR code we could put up on the screen and the first 2,000 people get it, and maybe, maybe if you happen to be at these three conferences or these three real life meetups that we did, then we call it the Triple Crown and we're going to guest airdrop you uh, an NFT that we've made or something like that. Maybe, maybe. I don't know why you're so pessimistic about this. I don't know. I, I, I'm not sold on it, but you need to know what they are if you've, if you've never heard of them and you see them. And that's our job is to make sure that you know some of these things that are going on out there. Well, I promised a cool little piece of information at the end. Um, you actually dropped this in our little notes here. I think this is cool. You can make your own PO apps. And I don't think it costs anything outside of gas, I believe. But yeah, if you're a creator and you have events, if you want to play around with this, you can go to uh, the website that Rich mentioned earlier, poapp.xyz, and play around there and uh, make some PO apps for your friends Thanksgiving, son. I also will include in the show notes, uh, I'll include a Medium article that shows you how to import them. Uh, I actually just discovered that maybe it's not as dramatically hard as I made it out to be, but how you can import them if you have them on an, another wallet or blockchain. This is the thing about Richard that y'all need to know is I think if there's some new info, it takes him a minute to get comfy with it. And then when he gets comfy with it, he's all on board with it. But if it's like something else you got to do, some other little complicated thing, you're like, screw it. My immediate reaction is usually not the reaction. But Homeboy will be flexing his PO apps like next week on IG. So y'all be following his stories because I bet it's going to happen. All right, Heather, we have exhausted our pod deck. So everyone, if you have awesome questions, go to our Discord, drop them in there and say, this is your rando question for the end of the episode. But Heather, uh, in the spirit of keeping it relevant, what is the coolest or most memorable ticket stub that you have? The one, it's coming up in June when I go see Coldplay live for the first time and I'm crying like a little fangirl on the front row. Definitely going to happen. But I will say I did say, it's not a ticket stub. I saved my very first uh, clock in, clock out uh, for my first job. The first time I ever clocked in, clocked out, I was 15 and I went to work at 9 a.m. and I got off at 1 p.m. and I still have that mother because I'm Were a you proud supposed worker. to work till one or five? 
I wasn't supposed to be working at all because I was technically working illegally. That's true. Because um, I was underage and my manager told me not to tell anybody. So there's that. Um, what about you? Um, okay. I have two two major ones. One is a ticket stub from the movie Gone Girl. That was the first date Anne and I went on to go see that movie. Never and it was heard insanity. Of it. it was insane. Oh, my God. Like in a good way? It was just a crazy movie. I don't know. It was like date date movie ish, but Y'all I love out. that. It's our first movie, and I care. Like they it was made cool. out. They made out. <laughs> made I can out. tell. He's saying it was crazy. <laughs> the second one is my pass to go upstairs to Vayner Media at the building down in New York. God, it's August what a flex. Four fifty eight p.m. Tw- August tenth, twenty eighteen. And here's the interesting thing: that would have been. Listen to this. That would have been 20 years to the day that I left for boot camp. So like literally 20 years apart, my life had two pretty freaking big events happen. And boot camp and VaynerMedia don't seem like the same thing, but everything has changed since that meeting with Gary. Can we just say how much more badass that story is than me clocking out of Arby's? No POAP for that, y'all. Listen, <laughs> connect with us over in our Discord. Let us know what your favorite ticket stub is that you're holding on to right now. If you are a fan of this POAP biz, NAS, uh, we'll see you guys soon.